three, zero. Are we live? Oh, Jeff, you love fucking with me. Uh, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. Tonight we are playing the Marvel Multiverse RPG. Uh, we have created our own Earth LOL. Uh, 101 for those who adhere to the Marvel numbers, but I think we can go LOL. Uh, we're allowed to. Uh, mutants are the only people with superpowers. Our players have created their own original mutants, and they are outlaws uh, considered terrorists by the U.S. government. Uh, we have some really cool news. Marvel has reached out to us and kindly offered to give us some digital codes uh, for the core rulebook of Marvel Multiverse that we are now going to give away to you. Uh, they should be able to be redeemed anywhere. You just need a free Demiplane account. Uh, you redeem the code, you'll get the whole core rule book on the website. It's what I run the game off of. Uh, and honestly, it, they did a pretty good job of uh, digitizing the core rule book. I'm, I'm happy with it. Uh, we will be giving the code away about halfway through the session or so. Uh, so make sure you're in the chat watching for that. Uh, if you are not with us live, if you're watching this on YouTube, I've got good news for you. We are going to be doing a YouTube giveaway as well. Uh, go ahead and leave a comment, uh, any top-level comment. Uh, tell us what you think. Tell us if you're enjoying the show, and you'll be entered to win the giveaway. And we will be announcing it live next Tuesday, uh, who won. So this episode will drop on Thursday. You'll have the entire weekend, Monday, most of Tuesday. I went right over Jeff's head there. Uh, and then next Tuesday, we'll be announcing uh, who won the YouTube giveaway. and. We're going to do another live giveaway on that Tuesday. And following that, another YouTube giveaway. We've got four codes we're giving out. Thank you, Marvel. We <laughs> greatly appreciate it. One live tonight, one this week, one live next week, one the, on YouTube the week after that. It's, it's definitely as not the complicated type of thing. as possible. It's definitely not the type of thing to be clear about giveaways. It's definitely a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was that, that was, was that was complex. You have four chances to win. You have four chances to win. Two yeah. live, two on YouTube. Thank you, you know very what, much. Jeff? There you I go. understood. That was and that's what 100 better. It's really not what matters. You already have a Debbie Plate access. Uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Melissa, for clarifying for me. Uh, I am nothing without my players. You make this game. Uh, now, let's do some introductions, and I'm going to throw another curveball and make it more complicated as well i was recently inspired this week by one of my favorite gms um and we're gonna do things a little differently let me set a hypothetical scene here where you all are in the cafeteria back at the xavier institute it's 2006 graduation day is right around the corner you're full of optimism and happiness uh you've not even heard of striker yet and there is a new mutant in school and you've gotten to know them, and you want to introduce them to your friend group. Wraith, how are you introducing Ashfall to your friend group? I got to tell you. Ashfall, um, she's unique, all right? Uh, she's going to tell you some interesting stories. They're going to sound like absolute horseshit. But I'm here to tell you. Every single word that she says is true. She does not, was not born in this universe. She was born in a universe where reality television gladiatorial combat is the only thing you watch. It is how you survive. It is what Mojo wants. 
His major domo and right-hand woman has six arms, for God's sake. And get this, Ashfall. Ashfall, two dads, are fathers and sons to one another. I shit you not. She explained to me once, I got a migraine, I laid down for a week. Don't ask her, but I'm telling you straight up. Uh, and when, when she gets angry, she will literally hit you with a boulder. So stay on her good side. Gibster did make a family tree for me when she made this character so that I could try to understand what was going on in the Marvel Time Universe. And I still great. don't get it. Uh, Ashfall, how would you introduce Bijou to your friend group? Oh, so this is my friend Bijou. Uh, she tends to like to shrink, especially when she gets a bit shy, but really she should be proud and she's the smartest one in our group, which isn't saying much, but she is. And also she can uh, make her little jewels go together and she does cute and it's really cool. <laughs> Stranglehold feels like I should tune down the praise for Bijou, but he is wrong. <laughs> and she is deserving of all praise. Speaking of Stranglehold, uh, Bijou, how would you introduce Stranglehold to your friends? Uh, so, hi, it's so very nice to meet you. Uh, this is Stranglehold. Uh, so the thing with Stranglehold is that he is a like two for one buddy because not only do you get to know Stranglehold, um, he also comes with like a plus one, which is so super cool. So if there's anything that you need like lifted or moved, he's really, really, really strong and really good at like lifting and moving stuff. And if there's something like really high up on a shelf that you can't reach, he's stretchy and he can like stretch and get that stuff for you too. And he's just super nice. So that's Stranglehold. You for one buddy. I, I like that. That's a, that's a good way to market him. Uh, <laughs> Stranglehold. How would you introduce Wraith to your friends? Uh, okay. This dude. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So, like, you've seen, like, James Bond and, like, Mission Impossible. Kid shit, man. Wraith is, like, way better. This dude will kill you with his mind. He'll kill you with, like, his mind. And he'll probably kill you with his mind again. Like, this, like, this dude... I think he was an assassin. He says he was an assassin. I think his like parents were assassins. I think he comes from like a whole lineage of like assassins, like going like all the way back to like the Roman Empire or something like that. I don't know. But like if you ever need someone assassinated, uh, this is the guy. Plus, like he'll do it really fast because he'll be like here and be like one sec. And then he'll blink over there, assassinate a dude, and then blink back. And it's just like I I do I wasn't even sure if I wanted him assassinated, but like I guess I guess he's dead now. So thanks, man. Like that's how good he is. That was a lot of fun, guys. Thank you for that's humoring me. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, Jeff had uh, characters in the, his Fragged Empire game introduce each other, and I thought it was fantastic, and I wanted to steal that. And now, previously on X Men. Our gifted graduates are deep beneath Madison Square Gardens, where they expected to find the evil Reverend Stryker. But their target was superseded by a super smart, super villainous, super mutant in a super suit. While our graduates remembered Forge from their time at the Xavier Institute, this Forge appeared not to recognize them and even to not be aware that he himself was a mutant. 
as every self-respecting villain does, Forge maintained an underground aquarium large enough to hold a juvenile great white shark, whom Stranglehold quickly adopted and named Prince. Shattering the aquarium glass, the graduates dispatched Forge and his bodyguards, promptly proceeding to, pro to provision Prince with portions of purifier protoplasm. <laughs> I nailed that every time, but I love it so much that I stumbled over it laughing. <laughs> Promptly proceeding to provision prints with portions of purifier protoplasm. The graduates interrogated Forge before sending him off to Mojo World, a dimension that's recently received an abnormally large influx of new arrivals. They learned that their friend Rockslide was captured and scheduled to be transported to the gardens this very evening. But even more worrying, they learned that Reverend Stryker was in control of a piece of technology called Nimrod. A sort of super sentinel with almost unlimited capabilities, one of which is the ability to open Einstein Rosin Bridges, a type of interdimensional tunnel that pierces through space and time. Will the graduates be strong enough to take down this super sentinel? Can they save Rockslide before it's too late? How long can a shark go without water? Find out tonight on Adventures in Lollygagging. We are picking up right about where we left off. You all are in Forge's laboratory. Sorry, getting nostalgic for Dexter there. Uh, you're in Forge's lab, and the floor is ankle high in salt water right now, broken glass, uh, a couple dead fishes, and several dead purifiers. Prodigy is over on the computer going through his files. Uh, you're hanging out with Elixir. You have just teleported Forge. Uh, to Mojo World and you about to turn back to Prodigy when you hear a thrashing and a slapping of a fish tail on the water and the concrete you look over and you see Prince thrashing about violently it looks like he's having a seizure of some sorts like he's just struggling you hear the like the the water water attempting to go through his gills but there's just not enough to push through you hear the gurgling of it what all are you guys doing uh hey elixir well we're well that's happening uh do you mind uh i just need a little bit of a refocus rebattery to recharge thanks oh yeah no problem at all. No, well, no, elixir's no. a bio uh, elixir's a biokinetic. Can't he uh, manipulate the shark's DNA so it can breathe air and water? That's I mean, technically, yes. Than her focus, I know dude. that. <laughs> but I also would really like my focus back, dude. This is this is important. We gotta save Prince, man. Okay, but like, I can like heal Prince, but like, changing DNA, I don't know how to do that. What? what is yes, DNA? Yes, you do. <laughs> he has a stolen he's a young brain. elixir. <laughs> do he it. He hasn't kid. stolen brain the the beast brain juice yet, so he can't do it yet. Okay. Uh. Well, hold on. I gotta focus before I can get you focus, and then I can focus on that. What am okay. I focusing on? Helping Prince. Oh, for goodness man. Sake. This whole time, Prince is just thrashing in the so background. Bijou is looking around for something that can hold liquid in it like a bucket or something okay yeah there's plenty of containers in various sorts around here you uh run over to one of these cabinets along the wall you rip it open you see a giant tub full of electronics you pull it out you dump it uh, and you just start scooping up salt water and you go to pour it on prints i'm assuming 
Uh, yes. So I was going to use speed run, which will basically let me awesome. run like third 30 something, 36 miles an hour basically right, right. with water, just pat back and forth, back and forth. In the blink of an eye, uh, water just starts spraying up from her feet, kicking it out. Uh, the electronics go flying before you eat. The rest of you can even see uh, what she's holding. And then she's back and she's scooping water onto Prince. And it is helping a little bit. Uh, Bijou, you do this several times. And as you're looking, uh, Prince is thrashing less. Uh, but there's something else strange that's happening. You see his fins specifically. The pectoral fins, they're coming out and they're they're bulking up like they're getting a little longer and they're getting thicker as well. And you also see tiny little nubs on the tip of this fin. You see four on the back of the fin and then one tiny nub on the front of this fin. It appears to be growing fingers of some sort. Right now, they're just tiny little like baby sized fingers. And this throws you off, obviously. Uh, you're still splashing, but going slower. And then you realize that as you're splashing, you look at his gills and his gills are shrinking as well. They're beginning to close up until it's just that, I, I can't say smooth skin for a shark, but that sandpapery skin. Uh, there are just small little indentations, lines where the gills used to be, but the skin is now covered. And you can hear Prince is beginning to breathe normal air. So Bijou stops throwing water now that that has happened. <laughs> it's sort of like, um, so she, she just stops. Um, uh, guys, the, uh, chain, changing, chain, changing fingers. Is not... this you, Elixir? Are you doing this, man? Bro, I think I did. Um, technically, not, not just humans what we used to originate from are the aren't the only things that can mutate so you know when you start sentences with like technically or actually <laughs> i literally just tune out everything after that word i figured right yeah bro what'd you say i just i heard when you start sentences and i just trailed off after that right i hear you you two are definitely You're a, a pair <laughs> elixir please recharge my focus all right i gotta focus so you can focus yes. and he just like grips your head uh with these uh giant hands just smushing your face and pressing until he like realizes he doesn't actually need to do that and he just kind of relaxes a bit uh and you can uh recover your health and focus you have uh regenerative healing actually though so you don't need to worry about that uh, yeah i just need focus as if you spent a key point. Actually, we're not in combat, so you can't do that right now. So it's just a uh, you're recovering your focus at double the rate. Okay. Uh, as this is happening, Prince begins to drag himself across the floor to the group of you. His pectoral fins have elongated a little bit. There's no uh, joints there. But those tiny little fingers have developed tiny little claws and he just grips and then he like thrashes his body and bends it. And the 
Finn on the other side grips and he just starts going and going and going uh, towards Stranglehold, actually. Oh, man. Stranglehold's like the bestest, like, like dog owner type. He's like, come on, come on, boy. You can do it. Come on, come on. Uh, what's your agility defense? 16. I'm sorry, melee defense. 16. I'm assuming this isn't Todd Arliss. Uh, Prince manages to get a bite off you, and it's a fantastic success as well. Uh, so That's Prince okay. uh, comes over to you and just, uh, you're going, come on, boy, come on, boy. And with one final push, he uses both fins and just lunges forward uh, and gets a bite on you. Uh, that's doing uh, with the double damage, it's going to be uh, 36 damage. Did you take into account my damage reduction? Oh, I did not. I did not. What is that? Two. Two. Okay. Uh, let me do math here. Uh, what would that be? Uh, 28 damage. Okay. I never understand how that works. That, that I feel like that math doesn't make sense. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't make sense either. I could be wrong. Okay. What what, what, what was it? Was... even 20. How about that? Cuz it doesn't matter. It's a shark biting you. And elixir's right there to heal you. Okay. So uh stranglehold you uh sure about buddy buddy and with the shark still. No, it's it's okay. He doesn't know. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. He's just scared. Jericho's Just walking, scared. keeping a extreme distance from the shark. Yeah. And Prince is smiling, but he's also got those dead glassy eyes. Like a doll's eyes. Or, or a shark's or a fish's eyes. No, that's the line. Like a doll's eyes. That's what he says. That's what Quint says in Jaws. <laughs> so uh, do you think he's going to just do it once and not do it again? Like, I don't want to see you get hurt. It's okay. I'll be fine. Elixir can heal me. It's all good. I'll be fine. Come on, boy. It's okay. It's all right. It's just a little nip. <laughs> he hurt me way more than any of the things that we've been fighting for the past few weeks have. <laughs> <laughs> and Elixir does come up to start healing you. Bro, you got bit by a shark. That is so badass. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I did throw a sentinel the size of a house to hit another like squadron of sentinels in the sky. And we fought some weird like mechanical like T-Rex thing or something. But hey, you know, a shark biting. Yeah, that's cool, too. This whole time, Prodigy is on the computer in the background, just typing away, clicking away at the mechanical keyboard. Uh, and he pulls up a file. This might have something to do with Prince. Uh, Project Predator X. They're trying to weaponize the X gene in animals. Uh, I think that T-Rex creature that came after us was one of them. And it, it could be that Prince is... They're trying to grow Prince into an aquatic version. We gotta shut this whole program down. Yeah. Take out Striker. Save Rock Slide. Get the time travel tech and get the hell out of here. Well, okay. Um, Prodigy, I know you're like super busy right now, but how many hours until he has to go on stage? Striker has to go on stage. Striker goes on stage tomorrow. So 18 hours. 
18 hours to clear out 12 floors of random crap. All right. And not get caught. Not to mention the amount of files on this computer. It, it's a supercomputer. The The storage here is, it's unfathomable. There are just so many projects upon projects. They've all got code names. I don't know what any of them mean. Some of them I know, like Project Ashfall. I assume that means you. They've got a project on you. It, yeah? There's one uh, on each of us, actually. Well, not one on me. That's kind of a blow. But there's one on each of you and Elixir. Can you can you print them out? Uh, there, there. I don't. Do you see a printer? Uh, there's a lot of videos and all sorts of intelligence as well. I was just like, are you able to synthesize any of it? We're from 2006. Printers were still a thing. Yeah, but like, come on, get with the times already. Anyhow, I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> What's really strange about this, though, is that the vast majority of this information, even on you all, is dated from the future. Like, there are some files that are dated back to 2008, but a lot of the ones on you, they're dated, you know, this one's 2036 on you, Ashfall. Uh, they don't like that. It makes sense, though. They're time travelers. If they a, knew we were going to be a problem, if they decided to steal us when we were teenagers, it's probably because we become a problem when we're adults. So they wanted to get rid of us before then. We're going to be badass. Ashfall, where would you be 10 years from now in the future? 10 years from now in the future, I probably wouldn't be on this plane. I probably would primarily be on Mojo World and like uh, part of the resistance. Probably not doing that well, but existence. And uh, I probably have quite a few gladiator spin-off television shows going as well when I do get caught. So this file uh, then would mention how you are no longer a threat in the future however you are still uh showing up on the radar uh perhaps with your dimensional travel you often come back to this universe as a hideout away from mojo world with the resistance definitely uh in a crunch you'll slip between dimensions and it has you as a person of interest uh in a lot of these things uh wraith how about you where would you be in the future right now or not right now you see Wraith in kind of a burned-out apartment um, building, probably somewhere in lower Manhattan. And he's talking with Prodigy. They're older. They're beat up. He's like, next target, kid. Where am I going? Prodigy be like, there's an industrialist that's uh, working closely with the striker. Uh, and then you'd see... Wraith disappear and he'd reappear in this industrialist's apartment and then time would stop for everything and then Wraith would slowly walk over grab his head teleport it off of his body and then disappear and reappear back in that apartment that one's taken and care of I need to know the next target and this information has uh, this intelligence has information on that target as well. It's got uh, his entire uh, family life, work history. Uh, it's got his birth certificate even. But the strange thing about this uh, file, the, the video even shows you and Prodigy, which would 
be very strange. There shouldn't be a camera there, but somehow they have video of this. Um, the folder is labeled no longer viable uh, for some reason on this. Uh, he goes through and he's looking at more files. Uh, Bijou, he comes to yours next and starts going through and he finds another folder for you that says no longer viable. What does your future look like? Um, I would say that Bijou is spending most of her time literally like tiny and hiding. So I'm imagining that she like rounded up all of the people that are sort of similar to her. So she did sort of some rescuing along the way. And so she's just sort of like manning this little like, um, like halfway house kind of a place for like all people but it's this very like miniature like all like sort of like living in like a functioning like dollhouse kind of a thing like the rescuers i don't know that reference but i'll nod my head and say sure the little mice that go on adventures in australia <laughs> and they've got their own civilization like in the walls of our houses and stuff like that yes that that exactly oh you're hurting me melissa uh then finally, we come to uh, Stranglehold. Uh, and again, your folder says no longer viable. But what do we see inside of it? Uh, you see all sorts of uh, probably case files, police files, like like these horrific scenes of, uh, of violence, uh, probably some, some murder and whatnot. Uh, you see maybe like a grainy like security photo. And like stranglehold looks a lot different. Like everything's kind of inverted as Charlie has started to take over more and more over the course of these years. And he's like, and he's way angrier and he wants revenge. And so I think strangle kind of turns to very much like vigilante as opposed to hero. Uh, and he just, he probably just does like really awful extreme things that maybe they're okay and justifiable, but not really. Stranglehold would never do them. Somebody else has taken over, and Marshall's not in control anymore. There's another uh, subfile, subfolder, uh, attached to your Stranglehold uh, that's labeled Project Prince. Uh, and it's got oh. a shark that's very much no longer a shark where its fins were, they look to be almost like full fledged arms and they seem like a bodybuilder's arms. Like they're just massive and very well defined, just tons and tons of muscle on there. Uh, still no legs. Uh, and there is video of him just pulling himself down a street at amazingly high speed uh, and just attacking uh, purifier in the street and just basically biting him through in two uh, with one bite. Can't skip leg day if you don't <laughs> have legs. <laughs> I... Never I skip will... leg day. <laughs> I'll make an amendment. I'll grab Elixir. If no one else is taking them into their story, Elixir can travel between uh, working as a resistance fighter and healing the resistance with me and Mojo World Absolutely. as we fight. And you go through and you're looking at all these and it it's strange to see a reflection of you that doesn't exist. There's still threads of you in this future, but it's still very much not you now. Uh, you know, 10 years from now, you're completely different people. And it is a bit worrying to see how dark the future can be for you as well. 
But then you also come to another uh, folder. Uh, it has several files that are dated back to 2008. And each one of your files is connected to this one somehow. And as Prodigy is going through it, he, 2008, that's the the year that the X-Men teamed up with the Brotherhood to assassinate Senator Kelly. And he goes through and he starts finding another video and it starts playing and it shows the Brotherhood attempting to assassinate President Kelly and the X-Men show up and they're fighting the Brotherhood. They're trying to prevent the assassination. The thing is, in this video, the X-Men are actually successful. They're defeating the Brotherhood uh, not because they're winning this battle against the Brotherhood, but because there was a group of young mutants that were there that were able to get Kelly uh, out of this building safely. And it was actually the four of you. The four of you were uh, fledgling X-Men at this point, and you were pivotal to preventing Senator Kelly from being... Uh, to, to saving Senator Kelly. And that also says no longer viable. And there's another video alongside it that shows what presumably did happen in this current timeline where the X-Men showed up to fight the Brotherhood and failed. And the Brotherhood were almost successful to kill Senator Kelly. But in this case, it wasn't prevented because of the four of you. It was prevented because of some sort of very futuristic sentinel. A robotic creature uh, showed up and not just defeated the Brotherhood, but killed most of the Brotherhood and killed most of the X-Men present. Uh, you go through and you can see a KIA list of most of the Brotherhood, most of the X-Men. Magneto's on there, Mystique is on there, Colossus is on there. Interestingly, Professor X, who you were told was killed in this battle as well, uh, is not on that list. Prodigy continues digging through all these files, and he comes up with Project Chuckwagon. Apparently, all of the financing that you learned about for uh, the logistics side of Stryker's Church all the funding that goes into trucks and things like that is specifically tied to one mutant, especially that is so important that they keep him traveling across the country in a sort of mobile prison cell. And they've built a fleet of trucks as well that have uh, built in transmitters and uh, receivers that they have created this kind of roaming network that travels all across North America, not just the US, all across North America. And something about this system, it's just this massive network that is entirely under the control of Stryker. Is there any indication of who the mutant is? There's no name whatsoever of the mutant. As you start looking through more of the folders and the files, you realize that this network is designed to discover mutants possibly before they even know they're mutants so professor and it requires a very mutant. strong telepath it's got to be the professor then yeah oh. if we could get a hold of him get him out of that network and rescue him 
it would put a serious monkey wrench in Stryker's plans if they can't detect mutants as easy as they as they were. Is there any indication of where he's at now within this network of trucking supply lines? Uh, I'll start looking into it, and he starts typing away. Um, and as you all, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry, Prodigy. While you're while you're doing that, uh, can you also just burn that that second video uh, with the terrible Sentinel and uh, killing the X Men? But the the X Men and the Brotherhood clearly they weren't teamed up in this. So let's let's burn that, and then maybe we can also raid a TV station that they still do TV here, right? Why do you want me to burn it? Like burn it on a DVD. Oh my God, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> that's, that's a, still a thing, right? I don't know how to burn a DVD. <clears throat> Make a recording. What does that mean? Like, do you need a lighter? No. Well, I don't actually know the technology. Maybe be Make a copy. <laughs> Make a copy. <laughs> Make a copy. I can do that. Yeah, I'll upload it to the cloud. Thank you. How will we get it out of the cloud, though? What do you mean? It's on the cloud. It's just there. You, you, whenever you need it, you can get it. How? But no, but if it's up in like some sort of water-based form, how do we get it down? Oh, my God. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. And she just like looks kind of over the computer. I'm so glad that you're doing all the things you're doing. Thank you. Just whatever you can copy for us. That would be great. Thank you so much what the cloud is stranglehold is standing behind prodigy as he's on the mechanical keyboard and he's just like enhance enhance <laughs> elixir is in the back and he just kind of mutters to himself oh i don't know what the cloud is either <laughs> what? jericho's it, walked away so he doesn't have to kill any of his teammates <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as Prodigy starts searching for any indication of where Professor X is, uh, he actually, uh, anyone who's watching can see this, uh, Forge's PC gets a text notification that pops up. Project Rockslide being delivered now. Oh, shit. Let's go get him. Uh, Prodigy, you stay here and keep working on this. Uh, by myself? Uh, us, just in case we'll come back if we can we can't want, split up right now okay yeah i was gonna say i don't know if prince is ready for a solo mission to protect you so yeah i don't think prince is ready to protect <laughs> me either i don't think prince is a protector what? so where is where are they delivering rock slide prodigy prince, where's he at How's again attempts to try and bite stranglehold why does he keep biting me? He didn't bite me at all during you the have fight. To I just want to point your that out. Pets a lot better than this. Whoa, hang Sorry, on. Jericho, I'm not going to train out the personality. He is his own creature. Okay, <laughs> he is who he Jericho. is. Jericho, Jericho, just his hands come together. He's like <laughs> prodigy. Focus, everybody else. Zip it. Where is Rockslide being brought in, and what is the most direct path to get from here? to there with as little interference as possible. And then we all need to be ready to leave the garden as soon as we grab Rockslide because all hell is going to break loose when we break him out. 
So Prodigy, if there's any way you can link into this system and then be able to pull it up on your own laptop at a distance so we can try to continue to track Professor X down, that would be fantastic. Is there any way? Yeah, you let me make a roll for him. Uh, that's a fantastic success, actually. Uh, why go, the hell do I roll fantastic successes when I'm helping you guys? That's not right. Um, we're, the, we're, the, we're the goddamn I mean, heroes. You bit me with a shark, my own pet shark, <laughs> with a fantastic success. You have to train him. You have to train him. Damage reduction properly. But... Uh, Prodigy uh, goes through, and he actually uh, starts fumbling through one of the cabinets nearby and finds a sort of uh, wireless adapter uh, and plugs it into uh, the computer. He goes through, he finds the laptop nearby. He starts hooking it up to a private network as best he can. I don't know how good the range will be here. Uh, I think I'll be able to access his computer over this network, but it's a lot of concrete. Uh, so uh, we'll see what we can do. And he starts pulling up uh, with the fantastic success. I'm going to say that uh, Forge has a private elevator uh, that's actually not too far away. Uh, it's private access for him uh, to have deliveries taken straight to the lab. Uh, you're able to hop on that, and very likely you're not going to see much security at all. It looks like Rockslide is being delivered to uh, sub-basement one, the first floor underneath the stadium. Uh, there's a uh, ramp uh, behind Madison Square Gardens uh, that allows them to drive underneath uh, so that uh, semis can drop off lots and lots of goods. Uh, it appears th to be a giant parking lot essentially full of semi trucks is what he pulls up here. Uh, a lot of this fleet, the logistics, this appears to be the headquarters for it. So all the trucks that they have roaming, they come back here for maintenance. They come back here to be refitted, uh, those kind of things. So we grab rock slide. We stop whoever's trying to deliver him, grab a vehicle and get out of here for now. And we can recon later for a uh, striker's appearance tomorrow. If he still shows up after we break rock slide out. There is a possibility that doing the thing today may affect the thing tomorrow. That's okay. If we can find Professor X, we may be able to short circuit his whole uh, whole future. And get that video out onto the televisions. Yeah, but uh, then nobody's going to believe it. They're going to say it was doctored. I mean, it's a good idea. We definitely should do it, but... They've got this whole country wired I mean, tight. Nobody's going to believe it except for people who already believe it. Sure, but seeds of doubt, right? At least a little bit of the start of a resistance. One can hope. The group of you begin making your way toward the, this private elevator. Um, you're bringing Prince, I assume, as well, uh, who's still very hungry despite gorging himself on purifiers uh, before. That doesn't really make sense. It takes a lot of energy to mutate like that. Is there Isn't food it? somewhere? Is Are there, there any purifiers? Yeah, there are dead purifiers left? everywhere. Then all I'll over. feed him one or two. <laughs> I was just asking if you're going to use that to lure him. I mean, to get him to follow just... you. He he doesn't he doesn't know any commands yet. Okay. Well, first of all, I don't think using food 
to get him to do something is a good thing to start, you know, to establish basic command structure to. That's not what you want to do. Okay. Give me an ego or a logic check uh, as you're uh, speaking to Prince. Okay. I could do that. No problem. Okay. Hang ego, on. you'll I... be coming from a place of love and caring uh, and just trying to empathize with them. And logic, you'll be trying to find like an actual system of uh, yeah. or technique to try and understand his behavior. What would that difficulty be? Uh, I like Prince, so we're going to put it at 12. That would be a fail then. That's an 11. Oh, no. Get ready right, to get so bit again. Instead of Prince following you, it's going to take a little bit of coercion. You have to wrap yourself around him and carry him uh, is what this is coming down to. You can carry a house, so that's not a huge deal. Uh, but it, it is going to take both arms uh, as you're gripping him and holding him and he thrashes occasionally and you have to like hold him back gently. You don't want to hurt him. Uh, when you're all in the elevator together, there is going to be one person that's a little bit closer to the jaws of Prince than the rest. <laughs> and he'll occasionally try to nip out at you. Stranglehold, you're strong enough. You can you can lift a house. Uh, so you can hold him uh, to stop him from biting anyone. Uh, but Prince still has a little bit of feistiness in him. Uh, he, he's still very hangry. It's a very he's tense elevator. He's just going to stand ride. there and like as he tries to bite, she just shrinks. And then she gets big again and then he goes to bite and she just shrinks. That's I mean, great. Yeah, every time I feel like I can just stretch out Charlie around his mouth so he doesn't bite anyone. <laughs> like basically yeah, make ahead. like a Charlie That's muzzle. Fun. I feel like I've I've got the strength and the powers to keep him from biting people. I, 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 I said that you could control him. Okay. <laughs> so Charlie uh, wraps around his muzzle. Uh, you find that he's developed nostrils as well. He is breathing air here. Uh, and uh, he's also really developing the muscle in those fins. Uh, they, they've gotten long, and you can see that they're they're starting to get really well-defined in those nubs. They're still tiny, uh, but they're getting a lot sharper with those claws to, to be able to grip and pull themselves. It's a tense elevator ride, but you make like it to... This was a mistake. No, no, this is great. So uh, you make it was just great. Have to find it was the super enemy. fun, and then <laughs> Stephen made it weird. <laughs> <laughs> Got to find an enemy and just stick the enemy in, and he's just gonna. He has chew. eaten a lot of purifiers. Choo choo choo. Choo choo choo. You make it to the top floor, um, and now, uh, just like Elixir gives you a benefit in combat, uh, Prince will also give you a benefit in combat. Once per round, people can use Prince to get an edge as if he's giving you an assist. Uh, you make it to the top floor, and you have to go through some hallways, but there's no real security because you're leaving rather than entering. Uh, most of these doors open up, and you find yourself in a massive parking garage with dozens, if not hundreds, of uh, semi truck, uh, the containers. I for what, what are the back called? I don't remember. Um, tractor trailers, yes, the trailers. Thank you. Uh, the, the trailers are all parked. You don't find uh, many of the actual uh, trucks, the engines, uh, but the trailers are all 
parked in evenly and you start going through and it's kind of a maze basically uh there's not a perfect grid to this it appears to have been dug out in a, a bit of a circular fashion similar to the arena uh so the trailers are parked in very specific directions uh, and you find clumps of like five of them at a time and they're often perpendicular to other ones you don't find hardly any purifiers but you do hear from across this parking garage the sound of an actual truck the the motor is echoing through this garage you can hear the tires squeal as it turns uh and you start looking down you see that there are actually two trucks uh in a sort of convoy that are going down along this uh parking garage they're not going fast uh it, it appears that they're looking for a place to park most likely like they probably know where they're going a lot of these columns have uh letters and numbers on them so you know like what part of the parking garage you're in what all do you want to do uh, BJ's going to get small and uh, go up and see what's up and make sure that we know where exactly they're going. We want to just hit it or, oh, Bijou's already gone. Okay. Jericho <laughs> is teleporting ahead so he can get ahead of the trucks. All right. Both of you give me vigilance checks then. Do you want me to throw you at the trucks when we're ready? Stranglehold. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Like, we should call it something different. Like, you got to upload me to the cloud. Ah, and then, like, I got a 17 with fantastic success. Awesome. Awesome. How about you, Bishu? Uh, yeah. So I used one of our audience to re roll uh, a one, um, which got it to a six, but it still wasn't actually still enough. Well, actually, hold on. Uh, I can do math. 12. 12. Uh, you're, you're running ahead. So 12 is the DC for a very basic uh, task like this. So you're fine. Um, it routine would be eight plus your rank, which is uh, three. So it actually would have been 11. Um, challenging would be 13 yeah this is routine uh for you to run up ahead uh just trying to you're so small that you don't really even need to worry about stealthing much no one's going to see you especially as they're driving a truck you start running ahead and you can see that one of the trucks is much heavier weighted than the other uh it's riding a lot lower on the tires than the other one the one uh in front has less weight but you can also see that the trailer seems to be very modified. It seems to be reinforced in places. And there appear to be uh, panels on the ceiling and on the sides that are very smooth. And they look, from your timeline, a satellite dish is round and it's curved. But it gives you that idea uh, that it's some sort of panel for wireless signal of some sort and it looks like there's several of them uh and they're very heavy duty and very large capable of projecting a signal or receiving a signal from a good distance the one in the back is the one that sits very low and it's a reinforced trailer as well but not nearly as modified as the one in front uh both of the uh trucks are being driven by purifiers uh you can tell they're wearing the robes and everything 
it looks as if there's only one person in each truck cab. And do I get a sense of, like, are they moving kind of towards a parking space? Is there kind of, do I get a sense of kind of their destination within this particular uh, little area? It, it definitely seems that they're moving towards a place to park. Uh, you don't get the idea that there'd be any other reason for a trailer to be in this floor at all, except to load or unload or to just be parked for a while. Uh, the fact that there aren't any other people me probably means that they're not ready to unload yet. Um, and you could probably put together, since you received the notification for Forge, he's probably the person who would be unloading uh, or uh, leading the crew to unload. Uh, that'd be a safe bet to say that right now there's no welcoming party. Uh, Jericho, with your fantastic success and vigilance, you start teleporting around. You can cover a lot of ground in this parking garage. And you find two spots that uh, are open and the correct direction of where these trucks are going. Uh, it's a very good bet that this is where they're headed. Uh, Bijou, it's not hard for you to keep up with these trucks. They're they're going at slow speeds. But Jericho, you, you feel like you've cut them off and you know exactly where they're going to be. You can position yourself wherever you'd like accordingly. Okay. So he would be he'd be near those spots and sort of like hunkered down and in the shadows. He wants to make sure that he tries to take out the driver of the um, of the comms truck, the one that we're going to want to steal and drive out of here. Doesn't want to kill him, but wants to tr probably try to paralyze him so that then prodigy can get close enough and close enough to him to learn the skills of driving a big rig so we can get out of here. Okay. Uh, what about the rest She's going to run back and give kind of the information to Stranglehold and Asheville. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess we'll just run behind the trucks and wait for an opportune time. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, there are so many places to hide. There are, uh, concrete columns that are very heavy duty because they support a lot of weight up above you. Uh, there are other trailers, uh, lined up nearby you don't even need to roll it's just so easy to be lost in this area and the trucks pull up and they hit it in reverse that loud beeping happens as they start backing into these spots uh one next to the other jericho as you're getting ready to like pick your target you're looking for the driver of the comms unit. You're able to teleport probably on top of a trailer even, so you get a good vantage point, um, if not beside one. You are just racked by an intense headache, a debilitating headache for a moment. And then it passes, and your head clears up. Are we on any kind of comms? I can't remember. We don't have comms, do we? No. We really should have grabbed walkie-talkies or something. The trailers continue to back up, and they park. Uh, one after the other, the purifier starts to get out. Uh, one of the drivers gets out, uh, we'll say the comms, because uh, that guy was first, so he would have backed up first. Uh, and then the other driver finishes backing up and gets out. They move towards the front of the uh, trailers and they just start talking. Uh, it seems like they're not concerned about anything. They're just kind of shooting shit with each other. 
Jericho's scanning to see and make sure the rest of the team is close before he acts. Um, all of you would be able to be as close as you want to be. Uh, like I said, it's not hard to hide here. Uh, if you're directly in front of the trailers, you'll have to give me a stealth check. But if you're off to the sides or the back, it's very easy to be hidden. I would say once uh, once we're in place, Bijou will kind of shrink down, um, find Jericho, um, and then you know kind of reappear and just kind of pop up behind you um, and just let you know that uh, where we're setting up. Sounds good, Bijou. We need to take at least one of these drivers alive so Prodigy can figure out how to drive one of these trucks. I think Stranglehold's in the other one. I okay. mean, I think, yeah, sorry, not Stranglehold. Bloody rock slide. Rock slide. Okay, see ya. And she'll get small, go over and kind of share. So we want to take one of the drivers oh, alive. I'm muted. Do whatever with the other. So Bijou, actually, before you're able to shrink back down and leave Jericho, uh, you say, okay, see ya, and you start to begin to shrink. And quick as a flash, Jericho's arm rises. And Jericho, I need you to uh, roll for web slinging for me. Oh, no. I'm sorry, web casting. What a traitor. This traitor. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. These fantastic successes are going to be less fun. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to uh, be hard to fight. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, does that hit your agility there, Bijou? Uh, my agility defense? defense is fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, so Jericho's arm uh, comes up, and you get this. You know exactly what's happening. You've seen this plenty of times. But you were already uh, shrinking down, uh, and it just goes right past you. Jericho, you have no idea why that happened, what happened. You were barely even aware that your arm raised. Bijou's going to run back over to Stranglehold and Ashfall. Do I have control over myself now? Yeah, yeah. As far as you're concerned, you never actually lost control of yourself. You don't know what happened. Like you, Well, I mean, I would have felt my you power. Present. You felt it, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm sorry. I when I said know. you don't know, you knew everything that happened, but it it didn't really seem like you didn't shoot. You were being forced to do it. It didn't feel that way. So Bijou is going to pop up by stranglehold and ashfall and just say, okay, so we got to take one of the drivers out and leave one alive. Um, but something weird is happening because uh, he just tried to like put me in one of the little net thingies. So um, something weird is happening. Maybe uh, by the trucks or something. That doesn't sound right. Um, no, okay. That, that could be very bad. Yeah. yeah, it could be very bad. That could be. Uh, I can I can put them in. Do we... Uh, Strangle, do you remember? Can can Wraith, like... He needs line of sight, right? But he doesn't necessarily... No, he can teleport as long as he knows He's what been he there before. was going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I can't put him in a box. Um, I can put I mean, one of the drivers in the, in the box if we need one to be alive. Ashfall, mid-sentence, you are also racked by an intense migraine and headache. And yes, I am rolling for these. Uh-oh. What's the matter? I, my head, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, was, I just had like water a- today? 
I was uh, apparently we had an aquarium dumped on us, so I think I had enough water. That was salt water. He's a great white. The the, the first you can't drink there salt water; it'll dehydrate you. Right? Seem like it has not. like there. There's like like a communication thing maybe on the front one. So maybe it's um. Well, this may be rough you, for us to fight here. Maybe get small and like take out. Uh, some of the hydraulic uh, sort of um, tubing or anything that might allow it to to drive after us. So we take the other one and and maybe see if there's anything technological that you can disable that might be doing stuff. I yeah, I don't know how good I am with the technology stuff, but I, I can definitely like get small and like pull pull stuff out from under the hood. Yeah, and just go pull stuff from wherever I can pull stuff from. May not be easy to put back together, but we'll probably want to drive the other truck. Uh, Ashville, before you respond to that, your arms come up. So sorry, guys. And concrete comes rising out of the ground under oh, the crap. back of this trailer, uh, and it just pierces through the back of the trailer. And then you see her arms go wide, and the concrete splits, and it rips open the back of this trailer. And you see, standing there, is Rockslide. You see his brute rock body, but on top of his head is a helmet, a metallic helmet that covers his face, covers all the way around, and it appears to be a sentinel helmet. He's got that same red uh, cover around it and then the silver face and just glowing uh, spots where his eyes would be. And you see him like kind of breathing heavy, like heaving as if he's like rearing to go. And as soon as that concrete pulls out, you hear reverberating through this metal. Well, Niati Kamiye. And he lunges forward for you all. And this is where we're going to take a break here and we're going to do our giveaway. Ooh. I just want to point out. Stranglehold's the only one that hasn't turned on the team. <laughs> Stranglehold and Prince. Oh. Most loyal. It might be because we're the dumbest. And <laughs> B2 hasn't turned yet, has she? Yeah. Oh, that's fair. I'm, that's I'm assuming it's just a yet. <laughs> uh, so uh, we have Rockslide coming at you. What about a hashtag Rockslide for our uh, code here? All one word? We can certainly do that. Uh, I was gonna do. Did you already have prints, one ready to go? But let's do prints. It's okay. We can do prints. No, no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Right. I'll tell you when. All right. What are we when. doing? Are we doing rock slider prints. Your call. Let's you do prints. We'll do prints. Okay. All right. So for folks who are in the chat, if you would like a chance to win uh, a access code uh, to get uh, Marvel Multiverse RPG on Demi Plane, go ahead at this point. Type into the chat hashtag. Prince. That's it. Nice. Simple. Easy. We're gonna let this go for a minute or two. Uh, as far as I know, no limitations or anything like that. So just if it doesn't matter where you're at, just go ahead, hashtag Prince, uh, and we'll let that run. And yeah, if you're watching this later on YouTube, uh, don't do that, uh, as that would be very ineffective. Instead, just go into the comment section uh, and leave a comment. Uh, explain why you think, uh, you know, Prince uh, shouldn't have turned on stranglehold and why shouldn't have been that kind of stuff the way that Stephen, or whatever else you want to comment on is fine as well. 
Uh, and uh, you'll be entered to win. And we will we'll draw one over. So basically, over the course of the next week, uh, we'll draw one from the YouTube comments as well. So there we go. I'm sorry, Jeff. I didn't know that love nip would hurt you so much. That betrayal was too deep. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, fine. No, it's, that's that's just how he shows <laughs> affection. It's fine. Unlike you. Unlike you. I am not going to... I am not going to emotionally abuse Prince by constantly telling him I'm going to get rid of him in the morning. <laughs> I didn't know where that one was going, and then I saw where that one was going. Oh, I brought it home. And then we saw where it was going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, well, we're giving that a, a moment in the chat. We have already rolled initiative. Um, I also have rolled initiative for my guys. Uh, oh, do you and, want us to do a new initiative or the same ones that we rolled before? Uh, the one that we we rolled it right before the session, so yeah. we're, that's the one we're using. Okay. Uh, so Rock Slide is right in front of you all. These purifiers are off and up to the side, and you don't need to worry about that uh, adversary that you uh, don't really see yet. Okay. Uh, gonna go about. Let's do like one more one more minute again. If you just came into the channel, uh, type hashtag Prince uh, into the chat. We're giving away an access code for Marvel Multiverse RPG over on Demi Plane. You get access to rules. You get access to like character builder stuff, etc. Uh, so go ahead and type that in. We're also gonna be doing another one of these giveaways over on YouTube uh, over the course of the next week. So if you don't win, especially this goes for all of you that are in the chat right now. If you don't win right now. Uh, hop over onto YouTube on Thursday when we drop this on YouTube and drop a comment in the uh, on the video and we'll you'll be entered in that way and then come back next week as we'll probably do another one. Uh, all right. Thank you for being such a good producer, Jeff. I appreciate that. Hmm. Well, I mean, Getting you say such a good producer, but then you bit him with his pet shark. At what point does it become a pet? Like, is it immediate or does it take some time? You know, like, does it need to bond? Pretty sure it's quite immediate uh, because it is <laughs> why any D&D party has decided to uh, make a goblin a pet. They don't want to be a pet, but suddenly they're a pet. I feel like I feel like Stranglehold liberated him. Stranglehold befriended him, allied him, protected him, fought with him side by side in that fight. I felt like there was a bond. Uh, I felt like uh, it was forged. Uh, There's a trust that was forged. And I think, uh, agree broke. with you. And I think that's why he showed you his love by biting you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and roll this this winner so we can get back and we can beat up uh, Stephen's stupid NPCs. Uh, all right. Here it goes. Save the NPC. Congratulations, Cat. Hey, the dice got. Look at that. Congratulations. Congrats, Congrats Cat. Very, very Congrats. cool, Cat. Thank you so much. Uh, either Mosa, I'll reach out to you over on Discord and we'll get you your code and we'll walk you through how to make it work. Uh, it's very easy. Uh, so we'll talk you through it later. Okay. So just keep an eye out on Discord and one of us will hit you up. Fantastic. Have your people call my people. You don't have any people, Stephen. You're my people. You, you push them off. <laughs> you are my people. <laughs> See, you're claiming Transitive that like property Jeff of has claimed the shark as a pet. <laughs> oh, Kipser. Nicely done. Thank nice. you. Thank you. All right. Let's go uh, let's good. go beat these things up. Uh all right. So we have uh three people that rolled fantastic successes on their initiative. Stranglehold, you are the highest on this. So in our bonus round, you are going first here. Sorry, were you talking to me? I'm I'm kind of closing down giveaway stuff. Say that again. 
No, no, so, that's fair. Uh, so up? we have a bonus round of everyone okay. who rolled fantastic success. We have three people, oh. and Stranglehold is first. Sorry, you are busy producing. I did not roll fantastic success. I rolled three straight sixes. I didn't actually roll a Marvel. Oh, online. okay. I, I misunderstood. I misunderstood. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so that brings us to a uh, truck driver then. Uh, and he is going to be, he rolled a fantastic success. So we'll say that he heard the concrete and came running around. Uh, and he's going to see Ashfall uh, ripping off the side. And he is going to attempt. Uh, he's going to pull up his stun gun, his, his electric rifle. Uh, and he is going to rush towards uh, Ashfall here and attempt a melee attack on you. Uh, I get a reaction, even though it's not been my turn yet, right? Nope. Yes, you do. No, nope. you don't get a reaction in the first one? Not, not in a bonus round. But this isn't a bonus. Actions. I think this is just... It is. No, this is the bonus round. Still. Oh, it's a fantastic... Right, right, right. Okay. Yep. Never mind. I do not get it. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Uh, okay. Uh, so he is going to attempt a mental punch. Uh, basically, he's just hitting you with the stun gun super hard, uh, and the electricity is going through you. Uh, he's attempting a melee attack here. Uh, you don't have any damage reduction, do you? I have two, thank you. Two. Okay. Uh, so 13 to hit your melee. Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay. Uh, if it's a success, it inflicts regular focus damage instead of health damage. Uh, I know how much you love that. Uh, so with his right, uh, there times no, two minus two, uh, it's doing zero damage because you have damage reduction for your focus. No, or I have is damage it reduction health? for my health. I do not have damage reduction for my focus. Okay, you're taking 13 focus damage. I'm sorry, 10 focus damage then. All right, okay. You would have rather taken the health damage. Yes, <laughs> yes, I would have. All right, so the rest of you, uh, you see Rock Slide just ready to jump out of this trailer. A purifier runs up and just stuns Ashfall. Uh, Wraith, you are up. You have perfect control of yourself. You you don't really understand why uh, you did that towards Bijou. At, at the same time, maybe you're not too concerned because you didn't hurt her. At the same time, you know that you had a headache and you've been around for a while. So there, he, he, there's an inclination of what's concerned. going on. He's concerned. He, he's pretty sure there's a telepath somewhere around here. He's This is not his first rodeo or his first telepath. So, But he doesn't see anybody at the moment and... Uh, doesn't really think there's anything he can do to stop Rock Slide without hurting him. So I will use my movement action to teleport. Oh crap! Over behind that, or right over here by where, right here, adjacent to this purifier. And then I will uh, reach out and and begin to. Open singularities in his body and and tear away at his his uh, his mass. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll it. So this is no a damage ranged reduction. attack against his ranged defense. Uh, twelve. 
And I've got an edge on this, so I'm going to re-roll one. Re I mean, I hit it, but I'm just going to re-roll this to see if I can get a better on the Marvel die. I, I did not get a... Well, I got a 20. Um, I got a 6 on the Marvel die, not a 1. But it is still uh, 42 points of damage. Oof, that's a good hit. 42. Uh, it's not enough to take him out, but you are really hurting him. Uh, your temporal anomalies are literally tearing him apart and rending at his flesh. I'll do it again. Uh, I got an 18 to hit. Uh, also got a That's 6 a again. Uh, so it's another 42 points of damage. All right, go ahead and describe how you're taking him out. So, yeah, you just see this guy. He starts to just kind of crumple up, you know, not necessarily killing him, but, I mean, I do enough significant structural damage to his body that he falls to the ground, you know, maybe unconscious, maybe dying. As bone mass and blood mass have evaporated from his body and there's kind of a misty red mist around him where it's dissipating. The purifier begins to crumple in that mist. Uh, that ends our bonus round. We're going to the top of the normal round. And uh, hold on one second. Let me double check this power. Uh, Wraith, I'm going to need, I think I need something from you. Let me double check here. Well, before the bonus round ends, though, I would use my one of my reactions to teleport back to the top of the truck. Uh, just so I've got a clearer eye of, of what's going on. Perfect. Absolutely. Uh, so you're back on top of the truck. Uh, and I need a... Uh, logic test for you just a straight logic test yes uh, and it's going to be against a def uh it's your logic against my logic defense okay. i'm not going to tell you the number uh but i'll tell you if you pass or fail uh, i didn't do well i got a 12 12 uh you know what i'm not going to tell you if you pass or fail i'm going to tell you that as you're looking uh, you see one purifier that's running towards you, uh, the one that didn't hit Ashfall, and you see the one next to Ashfall as that cloud of red mist dissipates and falls. Uh, you see underneath the cloud is your mother, uh, Silver Fox, right? That's her name. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm bad with Marvel names. And then you look back at the purifier that's running uh, towards you, and that's Kestrel. That's John Kestrel, your father. That brings us to that purifier, who is going to run up. Uh, well, we're, the, and... we're at the top of the top of the first round, right? Yes. Uh, this guy rolled a uh, twenty. Oh, I'm sorry, the wrong purifier to to be dead. My bad. Uh, so stranglehold, you're next. Okay. Uh, I am next to the open door because I was with Ashfall and everything. So I'm next to the yeah, door yeah. that Rockside opened up. And I see this like sentinel helmet and I know that that's not good. Right. I know that this is a bad thing. Very much not good. He's going to attack us. Like I like, like that is a fair conclusion because he's under absolute sort of control. Okay. So if that's the case, I'd be like, sorry, dude. And I am going to, um, I'm going to try to grapple him. So I will say, uh, <laughs> I'll say to, uh, I'll say to Prince, 
dude, go nuts. Take out you know, purifier stuff. Have fun. Uh, and then I will try to grapple technique rock slide. All right. Melee defense is 17 on him. Uh, okay. I'm going to use my, what's it called? I have edge. Yes, edge. Uh, and I'm going to try if I can. Emotional support, doggy. Sorry. Let's see if I can get a fantastic off this. Uh, 21 so far. Now that's a prince. Uh, okay, 21. Uh, unfortunately, it is not a fantastic success. Uh, but 21 still grapples him, though. Uh, so if that's the case, he is going to take regular damage, uh, which is going to be 30 points of damage. Um, then um, He does have a minus four damage reduction. Well, are we going to do it the way it's supposed to be done, or are we going to do it the way you do it? <laughs> I gave you the benefit because I didn't feel like doing the math. <laughs> <laughs> uh so minus four so that's still gonna be uh 18 points of damage 18 okay uh, it's still a good hit but this is a guy made out of rock it's so, fine. you know you can only punch so much no it's fine i'm going to then uh trigger my reaction coiling crush uh so whenever the enemy uh whenever the character grabs an enemy i can trigger this so after i grab him i will begin to spiral around him like a dna strand uh, and, um, uh, now I make another melee attack against him. Uh, so let me do, let me just go ahead and do that really fast. Uh, all right. That'll hit, but let me see if I can get some fantastics out of this. Uh, give that a go. Try it again. All right. So, uh, he is paralyzed. Uh, do, 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 do. And... Do, 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 do. Hang on. So he is. So basically, he is paralyzed. He is grabbed, and uh, you said four. He has four damage reduction. Four damage reduction. Yes. Uh, and so he's. Uh, so then that's a total of six times one. Uh, it's a total of twelve points of damage. So twelve more points of damage on top of it. Plus he's paralyzed. Plus he's grabbed. Uh, and he's in the warm embrace of Stranglehold. Like, sorry, buddy. <laughs> Someone get the helmet off him. All right. So we know that they have a reaction to break, uh, to escape. Uh, when they've been grabbed, pinned, or paralyzed, they can escape with a reaction. However, Coiling Crush says during the paralyzed enemy's turn, they can make a melee check against the character's melee defense to break free. Um, so it supersedes the standard rules. Powers can modify standard rules. I have gone back and forth on this a month. And I think because, and I don't think this makes any sense whatsoever from a logic perspective, but we're playing Marvel X-Men, so I think logic is out the window to begin with. Uh, but I do believe that a paralysis, in a paralysis effect, you can make a reaction against that. So... Because it yeah, is a paralysis that, effect, I think he can still do it. But if the power specifically says it's during his turn, it says here that no powers inherently break the rules. If if the regular rules and the rules for the powers contradict each other, follow the rule for the power. Here's how I think, uh, I think I'm going to interpret this. Oh, it, 
it does say during the paralyzed enemy's turn they can it doesn't say they cannot uh do exactly. it as a reaction and but i am gonna say specifically is a he's tr- is a trigger off paral- paralysis i i am gonna say he's not gonna attempt the escape until his turn but it'll do the reaction on his turn I think that that's a fair enough way to say it because it doesn't say you can't use a reaction. It doesn't mention that. No, no, no. That makes sense. But I just meant so he's going to be paralyzed on his turn, not not stranglehold's, not as a reaction on stranglehold's turn. Yeah, we'll we'll try it as a reaction on his turn. Uh, So stranglehold, what else are you doing? Uh, I'm sorry. How much damage was that last one? Uh, twelve more. Okay, I got that. We're good. Uh, You've done thirty damage total. Thirty on my turn. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Uh, Anything else on your turn? No, that's it. Okay, and that brings us back to Wraith, uh, who you see that your father has just entered the scene, and it looks to your mind as if you've killed your mother. And it's fair to say that you might not know, or you might have an inkling, but it feels so real. He's he's just, There's nothing he can do about that situation right now, and he's not going to face his father. So he teleports uh, for his first reaction behind the truck, that looks like it's decked out as a comms truck. Uh, and he's going to try to enter the trailer. Okay. Um, let's call this. Uh, it's going to be locked. So what would be your plan of attack to try and break that lock? It, it's going to be too complicated for you to try and pick in a single turn. I'm you can try use, to force it. I'm going to use my my power and I'm going to just strip away matter from the door until it uh, crumbles. Okay. I think that sounds like a difficult check because it is a heavy duty lock uh, so it'll be 12 plus your rank so you need a 15 okay I will re-roll with my edge that die uh, nope so with my first one I failed so I will attack it again with my second standard action uh, I think it's fair to say that you'll get an edge on your second one because you're you would have been able to strip away some material, not enough to actually break through. Uh, so that'll weaken it for your second action. Okay, let me. Okay, I got a nineteen with a fantastic success on the second one. All right, uh, so you're able to. Uh, repeatedly you're attacking this lock just tearing apart bit by bit by bit matter is disappearing uh shavings of metal are falling and flying everywhere until there's enough that you see the door begin to pop open you rush forward you grab it you throw it open and it's an empty trailer it it doesn't even appear to have a single piece of equipment in here it's just walls uh then i teleport back out um, to where Stranglehold is with my second reaction um, behind him, away from Rockslide. And I just tell him, something's screwing with our minds. I'm seeing my dad. I saw that my mom was killed. The trailer that I just burst open appears to be completely empty. I don't think I can believe my eyes. I need somebody else to take a look at what's going on in that truck. Stranglehold is wrapped around Roxy. Uh, yeah, that sounds rough. Biju, can you get on that? <laughs> I'll, I'll save my last reaction just in case I need it. I'm imagining it'll come back to Stranglehold's turn and he won't actually move his neck. will just elongate so he can I look into the trailer. Have, I do have significant reach. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, John Kestrel is going to run uh, forward. Uh, and I think it's safe to say he's going to go for Stranglehold, who's wrapped around Rock Slide here. Uh, you would look like a pretty uh, juicy, stretched out target. And he's going to attempt the same move. He's just going to try and stun you and take away some of your focus there. Uh, I don't know that I want him actually, to do that, though, actually. You can prevent it. I would like to prevent it. As uh, as they get towards uh, Rock Slide and Stranglehold, I'm just going to start pulling up, and a sphere of concrete will create itself as I pull my hands up. And because it's in motion, it will avoid Stranglehold and Rock Slide, but anyone that tries to press in that I don't want, it will create collate and create a barrier for them uh i think it's safe to say because stranglehold is coiling around rock slide uh you're gonna be putting rock slide in that uh bubble as well the two of them yes, together they would both be in it yeah uh well uh, i wouldn't be trying to attack or push rock slide away i would be like protecting him right right uh, and I, I did say, but wait, I was changing my attack. It doesn't matter because this attack doesn't do damage. This attack does cost focus, so I'm taking that down on him. Uh, either way, his, his stun gun is coming up, uh, and it's hitting just a wall of concrete. Uh, and he doesn't do any damage, so he can't break through it as well. He spent the focus for nothing. Uh, that was his movement. That was his action. Uh, and that takes us to a rock slide. Uh, and rock slide is going to use his reaction here to attempt to break free. Uh, which I believe uh, escape is a melee against what uh, score am I looking for? Melee def- my, my melee defense. Okay. Uh, is it an actual attack though? I think it's a check. It is. A ch- it, is it would be it a combat make check. Make a melee though. check against the character's okay. melee defense to break free. Uh. Holy shit! That was a bad roll. Let me make sure I don't have any rerolls here. I don't think I do. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, I rolled a 14, uh, uh, which is a real bummer because I've got a plus eight on him. That's uh, not so enough, yeah. I have that's 16 not for the score, yeah. So that's his reaction. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's going to spend his action then to try and break free again. Uh, so he, he starts struggling and pushing, and you're just flexing tighter and tighter, and he cannot break free. And then he starts just thrashing about and throwing himself at the, the truck, throwing himself on the ground, just trying to smash into you as he tries to attempt the break again. Uh, that one's a 23. Uh, so I think that one will break. Uh, so at this point, probably when he's like just throwing his body weight and just crushing uh, himself against the concrete on the ground, there's a point where it just causes you to slip off uh, your flexibility, you still coil, but you coil tighter and you just come right over his head uh, and he is free and next to you now. Uh, that did take his action, though. So his turn is over. He's not going to attempt to move because he wants to face off against Stranglehold here. Uh, Ashfall, you are up. Uh, be, do I know that Wraith just asked if you wanted to go to the truck? Um, Everyone would have heard that, I think. I uh, yeah. Did I I got a headache, but do you want me to maybe if I throw you at the helmet, you can use your ability to unweld it to like a plasma cutter? Uh, sure, that works because we, no. we think it's coming from there, not the not the truck. So that seems like first priority. Well, if you can do that, I can run over and maybe take a look at the truck. 
Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to uh, upload you to the cloud and uh, throw you at Rock Slides <laughs> with a fastball special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm committing to the terrible idea. Um, so that I love is... that Ashfall will throw anyone she can get her hands on. <laughs> Uh, does so if you look at the fastball special, it does mean you can use your reaction to make an attack as well. Um, but let me see if I hit first uh, with an agility attack. I believe uh, character makes close attack enemy when they're thrown or fired. Yeah, it's, a, it's a melee attack though that oh. she has to make for the fastball special. Agility. Oh, uh, fires a character. Are you sure it's a melee? Close attack is a melee. It attack. says close attack, oh, so yeah. Right, Bijou would be close attack. Bijou, are you all right with that, or do you want me not to? Um, I can. I'll try. Okay. Well, you'll be there for your turn anyway. <laughs> Good luck. Um, oh, I might have also over not thrown you very well. Thirteen agility. And that's against his defense, right? His agility defense, yes. Thirteen does not hit, anyways. Uh, so perhaps because he's thrashing about so much trying to get Stranglehold off, you throw Bijou, who's like softball sized at this point, uh, and uh, Rockslide just turns and uh, is going to throw Stranglehold off and Bijou goes flying past. Bijou, you're you're not going to like take any damage from this or anything. You can tell or shrink back up and land safely. You're just going to be on the other side of him now. Stranglehold, maybe a different name. I think clouds are too light. What? I'm a little busy right now. Can we <laughs> workshop it later? Uh, are you sure? Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'm gonna. I'm gonna head towards the the, the truck. All right. Uh, you go towards the truck. Uh, right next to Wraith. You look inside, and it's an empty truck. It. Nothing even to investigate. There's literally nothing in there. It's spotless. It doesn't look like it's been opened in forever. There's not even dust in there. Jericho turns to her and says, destroy the inside of the truck next turn anyway. Just yeah, in case we're wrong. I was going to make a little whirlwind in there and see if anything stuck out. Uh, Bijou, you're up. Okay, so because I got tossed, I am no longer 20 spaces away from this helmet, right? Uh, I assume I'm closer than that. From who? From Rockside. From Rockside. Yeah, really uh, you would be closer you. than you would be closer than twenty spaces. Yeah, and uh, you'd probably okay. be closer to five or ten. Okay, I cannot snipe then, so I will just do a. You do have super speed. I think you can get a pretty good distance. What What is your speed? Eighteen. Eighteen. You'd be able to to get to the thirty if you if you run away. You'd be able to get there. Okay. So then I will back up so that I can do sniping and hope that that works out well for me. Um, so that's... Um, actually, no, sniping is movement and standard. So I can't move and snipe at the same time. Gotcha. So okay. um, I will just uh, stay where I am and do a double tap. Um, uh, that is... Yeah. Two, four, eight, nine, 14. Does that hit the helmet? 14 does not hit, unfortunately. You're looking for a 17 there. Okay. 
So you get thrown by Ashfall. Uh, you come back to full size midair. You do the superhero landing and you kind of skid back a little bit on the smooth concrete. You come up firing, but Rockslide is just moving so uh, fast that a lot of your uh, hits uh, miss or they just deflect off his uh, rock uh, body. Uh, the angle of it, sometimes you see that they just kind of deflect and bounce off. They hit another trailer and they puncture a hole in there, but you're just not able to get a solid hit on Rockslide. Okay. That brings us to the top of the round. Uh, what are we going to do here? Uh, uh, Ashfall. How much focus do you have? Ten. Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, we can still do this. Really sorry, Rick. I still have a reaction left. That's good. I think you're about to need it. No, no, no. Uh, Ashfall, you're getting another massive migraine. Does a 25 hit your logic? No, it doesn't. Oh, damn, that's so... I know, right? I was just... I, I pumped it all the way up. Logic is, like, my best trait. Okay, uh, so that was not a fantastic success, unfortunately, but you're going to take 29 focus uh, damage here. Uh, that drains all of my focus. Which uh, puts you down to zero, which means you have uh, broken morale. Is that the term for it? Uh, That's the first uh, time that's happened. Demoralized. You have trouble on all ends and all concentrations end. If your focus reaches the negative value, you are shattered, frozen by fear or stress. Then I am. Uh, so you are negative 19 right now? Yes. That also makes you go crazy. <laughs> Negative value equal to your max. Sorry. Uh, so you're not frozen yet. Uh, once you hit the max, you'll be frozen. Uh, so what does this look like for you as the, the mental pain just overtakes you? Um, so Ashfall like is going, no, I, I also don't see anything. I'll, I'll make a dust cloud in there. Maybe it'll make some, oh, fuck. And she just like, grabs her head um blood starts pouring out of her nose as she just like crumples to the ground uh and just straight into it and wraith your companion just falls next to you you saw your mother uh get destroyed a moment ago and you hear the sound of your father yelling uh in combat uh you hear his voice uh, and you know him well enough. You even hear his movement, and he even seems to be teleporting with that same sound he he would make. Uh, that you uh, you've been dreaming about it for so long that 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 sound just comes back to you and starts flooding you uh, with emotion. But it is Stranglehold's turn. Uh, our guy has broken free from you, but you are both right there, uh, hand in hand, grappling each other. Oh, we're still grappling. No, you're not grabbing. I, I was trying to be uh, dramatic. Okay. Uh, all right. I am going to... Um, so, just... So, th this helmet. Does this look... Does this helmet look like it's been, like, anchored into his, like, collarbone? Does it look like it has, like, a fixture, uh, like, into his, his neck in any particular way? Or does it just look like, you know, he's got a football helmet on or something like that? Give me a logic test. Uh, this is not going to take an action. Okay. 
Logic, huh? All right. I'll take vigilance if you want. I, I think vigilance would work as well. Okay. I'll take uh, I'll take that. 15 on the vigilance check. 15. Okay. Uh, Rockslide has no neck. Uh, so it you feel like it couldn't hook around his chin or anything like that. There's just not enough space there. Uh, the way it's designed, you can see that there are uh, lines and creases where it looks like it comes apart in multiple places, but you don't see any hinges or anything like that. You also don't see, it doesn't look like it's uh, bolted into his neck, like he doesn't have any Frankenstein bolts uh, going through the helmet or anything like that. As far as you can tell, it was assembled on top of his head. Okay. So does that as am I is that mean it's if it's assembled on top with of his enough head, force it could possibly be pulled off. Okay. That sounds like a challenge. Uh and is Prodigy nearby? Uh Prodigy would be fairly close by, but he's not in the fight. So uh he he would take a movement to get to you. I feel like I feel like I shouldn't rip the helmet off. I feel like I shouldn't rip the helmet off. Okay. I'm a, I'm gonna try to rip the helmet off. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Beef. what would you like me to roll for that? Let her Steven? rip. Uh, I think melee. I wanted to say contested, but I don't think there are actually rules for contested uh, skills it's here. A defense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's say melee. I'm gonna give you trouble on it because it is like. It's on there. Okay. 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 We'll say it's melee. So does uh, melee the okay. do, do trouble trouble and um and edges cancel out, right? Correct. Okay. All right. So then your trouble does, does nothing. Go away. All right. Here we go. Um, As always. Is twenty four <laughs> enough? I do have an another edge. I can reroll uh, another. Uh, it's I'm not gonna, enough. I'm gonna go ahead and just do it. Do another one really quick. One sec. Let's go ahead and roll that. How one. does it feel, Steven? <laughs> what are you talking about? I lose every fight. Uh, well, <laughs> this I, is normal. Is a twenty-six enough? Twenty-six is plenty. Uh, okay. You <laughs> looks up inside the head. Still you have in there. spatula fingers that just like uh, spread out underneath the helmet, uh, and they get a grip, and you have one that's pushing against his shoulders, one arm that's pulling the helmet. The entire time, he's just trying to punch you, uh, but you've flattened yourself out, so these hits are really ineffective. A lot of times, he's just, like, hitting himself against the chest because the mm -hmm. force just transfers right through your flexible body, and you're yanking and pulling, and it's a contest. Like, I know you rolled a 26, so you're getting it off, but it's still very difficult sure. to pull off, especially as he's, like thrashing Wait. about and he slams you against he slams against the bro? truck Ugh. and it it's taking all of your energy but then you feel it start to give and once you feel that first like click you know you have it and then it just comes off easily after that you rip it off the helmet goes uh skittering away uh and uh rock slide just like falls backward uh, whatever mental connection was controlling him is currently broken, uh, but he does seem out of it. He He's not necessarily unconscious, but as soon as he falls back, like he's trying to get his bearings. He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, he, he's not going to be very useful right now, but you do know that you've 
broken whatever connection that was. Okay. All right. Like, oh, welcome back, bro. Oh, don't go to sleep in the car, man. <laughs> Anything else on your turn? Uh, let's see. Uh, where there's still a purifier nearby. Um, well, that was my action, so I can't really do anything. Um, I will use my movement action to sort of just physically intersperse myself between the purifier and Bijou, uh, if that's okay. Absolutely. Uh, Bijou was uh, doing ranged attacks anyway, so... Oh, that's the wrong person. Yep. Uh, so I'm imagining that you just like stretch yourself. Uh, so your torso is blocking line of sight and then your legs just kind of come along a, a moment later. Uh, mm -hmm. and you're now standing in front of this purifier, uh, next to, uh, between him and Bijou. Uh, Wraith, it is your turn. Your companion has just fallen to the ground. She's still conscious, but she's struggling with something. Elixir, get over here and get Ashfall back on her feet. Stranglehold, be ready to tear this truck apart. And then you see Jericho's hands come up and he begins to pull at the very fabric of space within that truck. If there's anything in there or not, he doesn't care. He's tearing that truck to pieces uh, by ripping it with singularities. Okay, uh, I'm going to need an attack. I'm going to give you an attack, by God. I don't think we're getting a, a car out of this. I know. I was like, I think that's both of them that have been hurt. Now. I just the other the one. Many, I think there were yeah, other ones that were parked. Yeah, there's a garage. There's plenty of options. True, true, true. Uh, 20. Not a fantastic success, though. 20 hits, though. Uh, you're technically, I'm going to retroactively ask for a trouble. It's not going to actually prevent you from hitting, uh, but it, it might change how much damage you do here. Uh, you're going to hit no matter what. The The de defense is pretty low. Okay. Because you don't actually know what you're looking at. You're just you, attacking this open space. Mm -hmm. uh, Still got a 20. Well, I got 20. a 3 okay. on the marble die twice. So. How much damage is that? No damage uh, reduction. 28. 28. How do I want to describe this? Um, You start tearing apart the space inside the entirety of the time you don't see or hear anything it looks as if you're not doing any actual damage whatsoever uh the walls of the trailer are being affected by this empty trailer uh but there's nothing inside that you can tell that you're hitting uh, any sort of attack goes entirely through to the back to the sides to the top and stuff like that but there's a moment where you no longer hear your dad's voice yelling, but you do hear the purifier and you look over your shoulder for a second and you see the purifier. And then before your eyes, he becomes your father again. Mm -hmm. But that's all you get right now. I do it again. Roll again for me. All right. This is more like it. 24 with a fantastic success. Okay, what's your damage? 42 points of damage. You redouble your efforts, sending in more and more attacks. You had that little drop of the mirage, so you knew you were getting somewhere, 
and now you got it. Uh, at about halfway through this new barrage, uh, things start flickering into place. You see uh, computers along the wall. Uh, you see a table and a desk. Uh, you see uh, strange... Uh, not a, it's not a hospital bed. There's a panel with a person lying on top of it and another IV hooked into them, similar to how you saw Elixir, uh, but much more mobile and a lot less accommodating. It's not a hospital bed. It's more like a prison restraint. And you continue this barrage until this flickering image becomes permanent and you see that this person has been hit by your barrage as well and is very very hurt and injured you cannot see who the person is you can only see that they also are wearing one of these sentinel helmets their body is thin and atrophied uh, it looks as if they've been imprisoned here for a long, long time. A lot of this uh, equipment, the computers, uh, are uh, broken. There are sparks flying everywhere from cables that have come loose. Uh, a lot of it seems to be useless now. Some of it still seems like it might work. It might be salvageable. The purifier behind you has got his own voice his uh look is back he no longer looks like your father you look at the dead purifier it no longer looks like your mother the mirage is gone and also you didn't realize there was a bit of a lingering headache that you had kind of just ignored from the fight your head feels clear now uh it, it feels that not clouded anymore uh, i believe that is your turn though unless you're going to use your movement i am going to use my movement to teleport in next to that guy um and yell out Elixir, get up here. We got to unhook this guy and get him on his feet. Bro, you just told me to help. A okay, I'm coming. Get with the program. Oh. Ashfall is going to survive. We'll get her on the next turn. Get this guy before he starts up his mental hoodoo again. All right. Uh, and that takes us to the purifier. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that he knows he's been beat and he's going to turn and run uh, and that's going to be his full turn Ashfall and Bijou you're both going to be able to take an action here to try and stop him if you'd like or do something no, else I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Ashfall what are you doing on your turn? Uh, bleeding on the ground you, you can still take actions you just have trouble on them okay well uh, she'll slowly push herself up uh, like a, a line of blood from her nose to the ground until it snaps uh, and the liquid flows freely again uh, and she will sure she'll throw an elemental uh, burst just a standard one out at the dude running away um, that is line of range attack against enemy line of sight so what is your agility? Well, I'll just give you what? Uh, click. Come on. There it is. You're looking for a 12. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm looking for my dice roller to roll. I'm stuck on vigilance and it's not giving my, my agility. Uh, oh, I... <clears throat> All right. I didn't bring my dice with me. Um... All right, we're we're giving away demi plane codes right now, so you can't start uh, bashing <laughs> on the system. Like we're we're trying to get we're trying to talk it up here. Let me see. I'm just gonna refresh the page. I apologize. One moment. 
Uh, 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 uh. Debbie Plains has been good up until now. There we go. Agility. There we go. Ah, there we go. Excellent. Um, so that is a 16 to hit. 16 hits. How much damage? Right. Uh, that is going to be a 16 damage as well. Oh, I muted myself. This guy's actually been hurt already. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong numbers. Uh, 16 damage. Yeah, her fingers just grab in and um, catapult a stone as she, or a block of concrete as she pushes herself up at him. And you hear it at, as it like knocks him over and he stumbles a little bit, but he continues uh, crawling forward until he gets his momentum back and continues running. That was not enough to stop him. Oh, damn. Uh, Bijou, you're up. I'm going to shoot him. All right, that is a 12. Uh, sorry, to hit is a 17. 17 hits. Okay. Um, is there any damage reduction? No damage reduction. Okay. Uh, 20. 21. 21. Okay. Uh, another solid hit, and you blast through him, and you see his robes are beginning to uh, tatter and break away. You see that there's blood dripping down, but he's still running for his life. Ah. You have a movement if you'd like to try and chase after him. Actually, sorry, I uh, did my math wrong. It should have been 25, if that matters. Uh, 25. It's still not enough, but that is better. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I will... Um... No, because I, I can still snipe him from 20 away, so I think I'm probably okay to stay put, and then I'll be able to snipe. You would also know you can outrun him. Uh, he's running at a normal person speed. Uh, and you could easily run circles around him. Yeah, but then he can hit me. <laughs> so I'm going to keep my distance. All right. Uh, Stranglehold, is there anything you'd like to be doing? This one guy's running. Uh, if if no one wants to chase him down, uh, we can skip ahead. But if you want to go so, for him, go. Throw the so fastball special shark at him. Stranglehold's going to call out to Wraith. Do you want me to get him or do you want me to rip the helmet off? Rip the helmet off. Okay. All right. Uh, so then he will go inside and try to rip the helmet off the other guy. Uh, I'm not going to ask for a check for this one. It's going to be much easier. He's unconscious, uh, and the way his head is built like a normal person uh, means you're going to be able to get the helmet off in a, a much easier fashion. Uh, so you're going to be able to pull off the sentinel helmet. The head gently rolls back. You see a long mane of hair and a long beard. Uh, that appears to have been growing and it's all curled and uh, knotted up from where it was trapped inside this helmet. But those eyes are unmistakable as Charles Xavier. Professor? He's beyond consciousness at this point from the beating he's taken from Wraith. 
and then he'll just call like he'll just like he'll like mumble it a few times like kind of in disbelief even though he did we did sort of like mention this before but he's still sort of a disbelief over it and the thing is is like professor x is but it was was the one that really really helped stranglehold get a hold of like the the other mind uh so like he's sort of at a loss for this but then he'll just kind of mumble it at first and then he'll call it, it's it's the professor so he kind of calls out to everybody We've got to get uh, out of here. Can you carry rock slide? We need to get a vehicle and get out of this building. Get, some, get uh, the professor someplace safe while the while Elixir works on him and Ashfall. Uh, my nose is bleeding. Um, look, I can hotwire a car if I can think. I'm going to snipe this guy. Okay, so have fun. Go tell anybody. <laughs> Roll the attack. His lips are sealed. <laughs> He's running in a straight line down this parking <laughs> He's thinking, I got away. Everything's good. I'm going to turn way. my life around. <laughs> I'm never going to do anything bad again ever. Nah, that's not not in this universe. I'm going to put my kids through college. Oh. Uh, 22 to hit. 22 hits. That's why he joined Stryker, because the free institution. Oh, you know, my You got God. free education for your family. 30 damage. Unless they're mutants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and describe it, Bijou. That's play. Uh, so he's like, she's just sort of standing in place and she's just like, I'm going to do even better if you keep running. And so she's just like kind of standing there and she's just like, you know, kind of clasping her, uh, her, her kind of necklace. And he just like, he's like running, running, running full. And she kind of like shoots once and he keeps running and running and running. And she just sort of like stands there and sighs. It's just like one last time you just see kind of the energy blast just like kind of gets him like middles the back. I imagine it's like you hit him and he kept going and it's frustrating. So now you're just going like quickly down under where you're like, just let him get further. And I'm going to show off just how good I actually am. And you wait until he's just about to turn just to play with him. And then that final blast goes off and just completely knocks him over. He goes down to the ground. You have won this combat. Uh, Elixir jumps up into the truck and attempts to stabilize uh, the professor as best he can. He begins to knit together those wounds that Wraith you caused unknowingly to him. You were tearing apart everything. Uh, he begins to heal the professor, but the professor is gaunt and atrophied. He's been uh imprisoned on this metal slab for a long time you see that there are bed sores there are sores around his wrist and his ankles from where those cuffs are uh if they ever did move him it was not very often you get a better look at the equipment in this trailer and the difference between his helmet and uh rock slides helmet is that his helmet has a massive cable in the back that comes down and connects to a lot of this equipment in the trailer as well uh it was some sort of roving supercomputer uh, transmitter of some sort. What are you doing? Let's get uh, let's get Rockslide in the truck. Get let's and get let's drive this thing out of here. Yeah. Put as much distance as we can before they figure out what's happened. Okay. Uh, I know, Elixir, you've just got a big job in front of you. Can you boost me a little bit so I can clear my head and not have uh, issues and then I can roll to see if I can uh, <clears throat> no and then I can try to hotwire a vehicle we should be able to just take the keys to without trouble and go yeah, 
before before we do that though, I should probably look for there there's gotta be something inside that's like a like a GPS or something. And if we don't want them to track us, I should probably like try to find that and pull it out. Yes. Good idea, Bijou. Uh okay, logic for that, Bijou. Um, Ashfall, you can spend a moment with uh Elixir as if you were in combat spending uh karma. I'll give you that. Uh Wraith, you go teleporting around, uh, checking their pockets, grabbing the keys to the truck. You grab both set of keys because uh, you're not sure which ones went to which truck in the commotion, but you've got them both just in case. And I get the other um, the other purifier that I knocked out and brutalized. Is he still alive? Uh, let's roll for it. Red or blue? Red. He is still alive. I bring him barely. back to the truck too, because I want him in the cab with Prodigy. Because when we wake him up, I want to know everything he knows. When we get the professor up, we can do a, we can strip his mind and strip his skills. We need to get a better idea of what this network is. All right. Uh, so Elixir quickly uh, stabilizes that purifier, but begins spending more time on Ashfall and the professor. Uh, the purifier you throw in the back of this uh, semi, uh, it's one of the ones with like a small living quarters back behind the the actual chair. So you've got some space for all of you to pile in. It'll still we be take, cramped, but you can all the, pile in. And we also, we take the purifier's uniform and gear off and everything, and we put that on Prodigy if he's going to be driving. Um, okay, yeah, absolutely. And of course, shackle this naked purifier so he can't uh, make a commotion. Yep. Poor guys in his whitey tighties shackled in the back of a truck. Uh, but yeah, you, a bad guy. Yep. <laughs> you've got uh, Bob the Hydra agent uh, in the back. Uh, you've got uh, Rockslide, I'm assuming, in the back uh, just because he's so big. Uh, you've got uh, the professor back there because you haven't broken him out yet. He seems pretty secure. Uh, and you all start piling in. Prodigy is dressed like a, a purifier now. And he tries to spend a couple moments with that purifier trying to understand how to do a semi he tells you it's a lot harder when they're unconscious uh i'll i'll do i'll do the best i can uh, and he kind of fumbles kid. a little bit <laughs> he kind of fumbles a little bit uh but he gets it into gear and slowly begins to pull out uh and you all are going through this parking garage heading towards the exit of madison square gardens and that is where we will end the session for tonight you have rescued Rockslide. You have rescued Professor X. Congratulations, oh. you guys. Yay. I mean, nice. rescuing Professor X, that sounds like a level up kind of objective, <laughs> right? I mean, that's <laughs> pretty big. That's pretty good. Which is a pretty big mutant. He's pretty It's funny that you I mentioned think. that. It is time to rank up. That's the great uh, You all are ranked. Said. Four yeah, now, I believe, right? Four? Rank four. Rank four. And this is your final rank. We are not going higher than this. Uh, so make your choices count. Uh, and we are gearing up uh, for the climax of Marvel Multiverse Schools Out. Uh, we've still got several sessions. Uh, I'd say at least four. Uh, we're going to go into mid-January uh, at least, if not a bit longer. Uh, so don't worry. We're, we're going to be here for a while. But uh, good session, guys. Good job. Saving the professor. Good on you. Uh, before I forget, uh, we are doing the giveaway. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, just post a comment. Uh, doesn't have to say anything specific. You've just got a comment. Uh, top level. Don't reply. 
well, you can still reply to people, but the top level comments is all uh, our little raffle thing checks. Uh, and yeah, uh, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Uh, tell Jeff what you don't like. Tell me what you like. Let's <laughs> oh, do some shout outs. If you only knew the stuff if I, I only th- knew. I, actually, you do uh, know. I've told you the stuff I have. I know. I'm sometimes. Some cruel hmm. people in this world. Uh, okay, yeah, so some shout-outs. Start with Aaron, though. Let's start up with uh, Garblag. What's going on over there? All right. Uh, on Garblag, um, let's see. God, what is today? Today is Tuesday. Um, so tomorrow is nothing. Uh, well, I've got a, I've got a couple of my own superheroes who are going to be out. So we're going to be skipping a week, uh, but we'll be back next Wednesday, continuing the cataclysm of Kang, uh, on Thursday, unless, uh, unless something happens, Pete will be, uh, in the driver's seat, uh, the great Garblag himself continuing his heroic deeds campaign, uh, the red hand of doom. And then swinging back around to next Tuesday, and Millie will be back with some more Coriolis. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Jeff, what do we got going on here at Lollygaggers? All right, man. Uh, Thursday is our next game. We got Werewolf the Apocalypse. You can see everyone here but Steven because he refused to join. Uh, And we're having fun with a creepy cult up in a mountain. Uh, Friday would normally be Warhammer Wrath and Glory night, uh, but Aaron can't make it. So we're going to be doing a one shot of Electric Bastion. I'm going to be doing some Into the Oddmas or Merry Oddmas, the sort of a holiday themed Into the Odd uh, Electric Bastion mashup. It's going to be a lot of fun. We did it once last year and it was a blast. Uh, and so you can see, uh, you can see that then. Uh, Saturday, we are back to Call of Cthulhu doing our Eternal Lies campaign, episode three. We're in Savannah. We're having fun. I think we'll have Steven for the whole time. Unless he keeps up this kind of attitude, then he might not make it at all. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> He's going to join I us mean, for, uh, you know. I've seen his Delta Green characters. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, let's don't see. Monday, uh, we've got Fragged Empire, uh, second, uh, version two, second edition. I'm not sure exactly how they phrase it, but Fragged Empire, really fun space sci-fi game. Uh, come hang out. We're having a blast. Uh, and then we'll be back uh, on Tuesday with more of this. Uh, and that's about it. Um, thank you for everyone who hung out tonight. Thank those. Oh, oh, oh. As you, uh, get ready to, uh, raid someone, I realized that we forgot a very important detail. So now I'm envisioning a post credit scene. Uh, you have a beautiful forehead, Jeff. I love it. Sorry, I was like, uh, my so, momentum was going. It was really hard to stop. Go ahead. Post-credit scene. Uh, we went to black. We saw all the credits. And then we come back on the parking garage that we just saw the truck leaving. And they're backing up. You hear the beep, beep, beep. They're backing up. The camera pans over. And we see Prince just gnawing on one of these dead purifiers. And we see two long arms flex out of the back and pick up Prince and pull him into the truck, which <laughs> yeah. then takes off again. I, uh, he's gonna eat I, professor x i said in the chat that prince should call shotgun and so in the front cab it's a lecture driving <laughs> and then me and prince like we're in the front cab that's, <laughs> right that's fine <laughs> all of you wearing purifier uniforms <laughs> oh dear just <laughs> <laughs> prince up in a purifier uniform <laughs> love that guy uh all right we're gonna go ahead and raid dork tales they were nice enough to raid us last night so we're gonna pay him back tonight uh follow that raid we'll catch you all on thursday have a good rest of your night good rest of your week we'll see you later bye